If you have been frugal but have not seen any results from it, this episode is for you, so stay tuned. Need a judgment-free zone when it comes to your financial life? Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for today's Latina who typically thinks English but feels her Latina culture through and through. I am your host, Jen Hempel, and each week, we have down-to-earth money conversations from people in La Comunidad Latina that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. Lista? Let's do it. Hola, Reina. Hi, Queen. How is it going? This is Jen Hempel, your host. We are entering a new month and a new theme. This month, we will be focusing on frugality. Well, if the title of the episode hadn't already gave it away, I will share with you this month's bonus gift for answering the pregunta of the week towards the end of the episode. So be sure to stay until the end. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the lessons I have learned from my many attempts in frugality. I'm also going to share with you one question that I have found that you need to ask yourself, as well as how to make frugal work for you. Before we get into that, let's go ahead and announce the Reina of the Week which is the part of the show where we recognize una mujer that has been working hard on becoming the reina of her dinero, the queen of her money. And the reina of this week is Jovita for being such a great participant in Pregunta of the Week. Your questions or your answers have not gone unnoticed. I've been loving the answers with all the emojis included. The exclamation, I can sense the energy from them. So congratulations. I'm not missing even one week to date. If you want to nominate someone who you feel should be recognized, you can submit your nomination over at jenhemphill.com forward slash reina of the week. This mujer can be anybody and doesn't have to be someone who is currently listening to this podcast. So let's get into today's show. So it's titled, Why Frugal Isn't Helping Your Bottom Line and What You Can Do About It. You see, I've been at a point in my life where I was this really, really frugal person. And to some extent, I still am. I haven't completely blown it away. And here are some examples of what I've done in the past of being frugal. Making dishwashing and clothes detergent. I've been there, done that. I've cut up the napkins for more use. I've learned that from just old school from my my abuelita, my tia, my mom, and also making drinking glasses out of any jelly jar that was decent. And Latinas listening to this, I learned this growing up in Colombia, and I'm sure other Latinas listening or maybe even non-Latinas, let me know, have done this. Uh, this is just something that we did. It would, they made these, the jelly or the jam jars aren't like the ones that are here currently in the US, but they just made a really nice glass. And for whatever reason, would you know it that these were the glasses that didn't break? <laughs> Cierto? <laughs> you hear me? I'm sure if you've done this, you've probably experienced the same thing. I don't understand it why they're the ones that didn't break. So, Definitely, I did that as frugality, just 
there was a jelly jar, it got finished, it got washed, and then it ended up being used as a glass. I also watered down the juice for my boys. And I think it was really more because of the sugar, because of that mom guilt, but it was also partly to save money, right? (laughs) And then another part was just me personally, because I was very, very frantic about money at some point, was just internally when I was this person where I really distinguished the wants from the needs, but what I didn't realize that my wants and needs were different from my husband's, and that could be completely okay. So if he wanted to, at one point, one of his things that he loved was barbecue chips, and I I had a problem with that because it was like just a want, not a need. And it was a point in our lives where we, I felt like we needed to save every single penny. I'm telling you, this is the frugality that was in me. So this was extreme. I'm going to tell you why that's not healthy uh, later. But then to this day, I still do this, but I think it's just out of habit. I grab a good handful of napkins when we eat out. And then the I put the unused ones to either use at home or I put it in the car. Like I said, I still do this and I got a, I get a lot of flack at home about this. It's just, I just happen to grab what I grab. I don't purposely grab a ton. It just, whatever comes out, comes out. And recently, <laughs> I get so much flack that recently my youngest called me a napkin thief. Can you believe that? Seriously. <laughs> So those are just uh, some examples of my own frugality. Some have been in the past and some like the napkin grabbing is still to this day. I'm like, well, we still can use it. What's the point of leaving it there and they're going to throw it away? That's my mentality, whether it's right, wrong, who knows? So those are some examples. And I want to share with you why frugal isn't helping your bottom line and the lessons that I have learned. Because even though I've taken some actions to become frugal, uh, especially in the past, I noticed that they weren't doing anything. So it was supposed to be saving money, but I didn't see that. So this is why. And I'm saying, what I'm seeing is that when you take some sort of action to become frugal, like for example, making that laundry detergent, you need to track the, the savings. You need to track those numbers and know your savings in tangible numbers, right? So for example, the detergent, or if maybe if you're making that coffee at home, how much are you spending now versus what you were spending before doing your coffee shop runs, okay? So it's great that you're saving money, but you're going to find yourself running in a hamster wheel going nowhere, or although that exercise is a good thing, I inserted some humor there if you didn't get it. Okay, moving on. And uh, so you want to make sure that you track those numbers and you want to make sure you calculate the savings, okay? But then the work doesn't stop there. What you need to put that savings to work. So great, you save, let's say, $75 or whatever from not buying coffee at a coffee shop. And that's fantastic. But are you putting these savings to work? What are you doing with that money saved? Because you're not doing anything with that money that you're saving. You're not putting this these frugal actions to work for you. It's not going to help your bottom line. And if you're actually saving it, you know, if you're saving that money and that money's 
just in your account or you're not doing anything with it, what happens? It disappears because you're going to be left wondering where did that money go, right? So you want to, before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Make sure that ahead of time you decide, okay, this is how much money I can save by making coffee at home, for example. And then from there, you decide where are you going to put that saved money? Is it going to be towards your some one of your savings? Is it going to be extra payments toward debt? Where, a fun fund, some travel? What exactly are you going to do to, with those extra savings? All right. So that's really the biggest uh, reason why frugal isn't, uh, isn't helping your bottom line. You need to, one, figure out, track those numbers, know your savings and tangible numbers. You want to put those savings to work, figure out ahead of time what you're going to do with that. All right. And then from there, you determine because you're tracking and figuring out intangible numbers, you're really going to be able to uh, see if these efforts and time are being put to a good use. Are these, how significant are these savings from these efforts? So you need to understand intangible numbers, what these are, because you can be taking all sorts of frugal actions and you could be, uh, it takes time from your busy schedule. But if you don't know intangible dollars, how much of an impact it's making. It may not be making much of an impact and here you are spending a lot of time on it, right? So you need to understand what that impact is as well. So those are some of the lessons that I have learned is number one, you need to track the numbers and know that your savings and tangible numbers. Lesson number two, is are you putting the savings to work? So you need to put that to work. The third lesson that I learned is you need to actually assess and see if these frugal efforts and time are worth it, or if they're not, are they better used elsewhere? So that's why you want to understand the dollar figures here as to what dollars you're saving, where you're going to put them to work, and is it really worth the time? So there were some things that I mentioned in terms of my own frugalities, and honestly, some of them I was embarrassed to mention, but it is what it is, right? It is how I was at a certain point, and that was a what my story was at that certain part of my life. And I realized that one thing that I needed to really ask myself is why when I'm doing these frugal actions, is it coming from a state of scarcity or is it is it am I being really strategic right so you need to ask yourself uh, because if you don't ask yourself what I found myself and my experience that it was coming from a state of scarcity and that's not fun like think about it my husband wanted to enjoy a bag of chips and I was like Internally, I was like, oh my goodness, this, this is not necessary. That's, that's, that's really is coming from a state of scarcity because I was just at, a, at that point in our lives, we were financially in a tight spot. So I was thinking, you know, I was being 
really picky as to where we spent, where we didn't, that type of thing. So that definitely came from a state of scarcity. All right. So I don't know if you've ever seen on social media, this is another part. (laughs) This is another uh, example of what is what comes from a state of scarcity or just taking it a little too far is, I don't know if you've seen uh, a video, I think it went viral or somehow it came across my social media where a lady would reuse the water she boiled her spaghetti in, right? Now that's taken it to another level of frugality so she can save on water. Now, I'm not here to judge because maybe I don't know that person. What I'm saying is you need to assess and ask yourself, is it coming from a state of uh, scarcity or is it something, do you have a plan in place for it? Or meaning what I talked about earlier, are you understanding the savings? Are you putting that savings to work? And does it really make, are those efforts really serving you, right? So you need to understand those things. I think frugality can be helpful. And if it's done the right way, meaning, and I'm repeating this over and over, but it's really important because this is, it's really important to understand how to make frugal work for you. And how to make frugal work for you really is understanding the savings, understanding and really assessing ahead of time where are you going to put the savings towards and assessing if this is time well spent, right? So if the savings isn't much in comparison to some other frugal actions you can be taken and you're spending a little too much time on an area that maybe doesn't save you much, then maybe do something else. So that's really how and that's really how you make frugal work for you is assessing the savings, put the savings to work, checking it, making sure that time and effort uh, helps you and is well suited for you and is helping your uh, reach your goals. And also just checking in every once in a while and to make sure that that those frugal actions that you are taking doesn't come from a place of scarcity that it comes from a place of being strategic. It comes from a place of that you have a plan in place of why you're doing this, right? You're doing this to save money. And what are you going to do with that savings? Because you don't want to take all these frugal actions and in your mind, you're saving and yeah, you are. But if you don't do anything with that savings, you're wasting time and time is precious. And I don't want you to do this. So I hope that was helpful. Now let's move on to the pregunta of the week. This week's question is, what is the one question you need to ask yourself in regards to the frugal actions that you have been taking? So I encourage you to answer it. To answer it, you need your free account in the Her Dinero Matters Hub. If you already have your free account, you can simply go and log into it by going to hurtdineromattershub.com. If you don't have a free account yet, you can get one. It's free. As I mentioned, you can go to jenhempill.com forward slash win and you can sign up from there. This month's bonus gift for answering all the preguntas of the weeks for this month's theme of frugality is a checklist basically, in essence, summarizing what we talked about today. So you can just 
check off and make sure you're on the right track and a spreadsheet so you can track your savings. So make sure that you answer the questions and participate. So at the end of the month, when you answer those four questions, you can grab that bonus gift because it'll be yours to enjoy. Next week, we chat with Angelina or Angelina Rosario, where she shares with us her story of finding herself with only a piece of salmon, I'm not kidding, and a banana, and how she went from broke to thriving. That is a wrap for today. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into today's show. You can check out the show notes over at jenhempill.com forward slash 181. And also don't forget if you love this episode or this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me if you share it with a friend, family member, coworker, or even a stranger. Nunca se sabe, you never know when someone is in pain in their financial life. Just the sheer sharing of this podcast or this episode may be the push or inspiration they need to move forward. Until next week, stay consistent with those money actions and habits so you can not only be the reign of your money, but love your dinero more. You've got this. Tú puedes. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.